I thought Mahomes was supposed to help them. Get I mean, better. he is, I guess. I mean, he did hit a bomb at a freaking the Royals field, whatever it's called. Kaufman. Kaufman, yeah. But, oh my God. Dude, it's literally right there by the arrowhead. It's literally right there. It, I know, I know it is literally right there. They share the same parking lot, but <laughs> yeah. People come for one main attraction, and it's not the Royals. I'll just say that. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of A Win is a Win podcast. Today is September 17th, episode 31 of the podcast. That's a full month. That's a full calendar month, guys. And today, we're finally bringing back up the MLB. The MLB season, uh, from when we're recording today, we only have two weeks left of the regular season. So time is coming down to the wire. I know I'm excited to talk about it. I know my, I know Matt's excited to talk about it. I know Charles might be a little indifferent, but that's okay. We like to string him along for good fun. But, yep, uh, so I'm Sam Cookie. I'm joined with Charles H. Double and Maddie B. today. Say hi. Hello. What's up, boys? Very enthusiastic. I like it. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to jump right into it. This is going to be our MLB episode. Wait, 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 wait. Today. Remember, we always like to, you know, do a little intro, kind of. That's a little different from the topics, you know, just to like to bring stuff up. So I'd like if we did that first. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I just wanted to I just wanted to say shout out to myself. I know I'm normally not the one to do that, but I secured my third one in a row in Mario Party against Sam and some other friends last night. Oh. And I don't think I've had a, a win streak as big as this in Mario Party. So we're gonna see if we can keep the streak going. But yeah. I'm at three now. So I would be to... proud of it too. Charles threw me a little curveball at first, but I I <laughs> thought I was gonna win that game too last night. I think Sam deserved to win that game, but hey, when bonus stars come your way, you know. Yeah. I ain't, a win is a win. I mean, really, <laughs> I, that's I all it so. is. So what did you guys play it on the Switch? Yeah, we played yeah. uh is it like online? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so you can, like, go online and, like, do that with people? Yeah, so it's uh, Mario Party Superstars, and then we played with Eric and Autumn last night. Oh. Yeah. That one, I don't know if I like it that much, because it's, like, a freaking, it's, like, a lot of, um like, luck. It's just straight luck. It's all chance. I mean, that's all Mario Party is. It's 80% luck, 20% skill, probably. Yeah. So. That is true. Dude, you guys are taking everything from me last night too. Like I got go again. cars <laughs> stolen. I got items stolen. You got everything handed to you, Charles. You just you got st- a million and a half coins. You stole a star of mine. I stole. Hey, I won. I won the mini game bonus star, so I earned a lot of those coins. I mean, I only no. stole that star too because you stole mine first, so I had to steal <laughs> it back. Well, oh, I do stuff. Um, Bayern. They tied Leverkusen, so it wasn't bad. Charles Brighton team beat Manchester United 3-1, so that's a pretty good score. Hopefully my team beats them this week because Bayern plays Manchester United on Wednesday because Champions League starts Tuesday, so that's pretty exciting. It is. Oh, 
BYU got a good old win in Sam's backyard. Good old beat Arkansas, you know, 38-30. And um, that's pretty much all my intros, other than I'm super excited for today's topic because baseball is getting pretty lit right now. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun stuff to watch right now. And uh, I'll just say this. Neither the Yankees or the Red Sox are going to be looking into going to the playoffs this year. It's amazing to see. It's like waking up in the morning and seeing like a big green grassy hill on the countryside. You never see that happen. <laughs> the Yankees or the Red Sox, neither of them make the playoffs. So it's awesome. So let's talk about baseball then. Let's get into it. Let's get into this. Yeah, we will. We'll jump right into it. Um, but yeah, uh, to preface that the Yankees and the Red Sox are pretty much done for the season, which is awesome to see. I think it's been a good, um, I think, 20 years at least since neither the Yankees or the Red Sox made the playoffs. So it's 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 making out to be a pretty special season. There's a few teams that have been not really historically bad, but they've been pretty They've made ter- pretty terrible squads the last few seasons, so it's awesome to see that they're so successful. Are you talking about the Cardinals? No. The Cardinals will be the opposite. Oh, you- I thought you were really bad, as in, like, this season, which is the Cardinals. No, no. I was talking about, like, teams that used to be pretty bad, like, in the years beforehand, but they would do good now. There's not uh-huh. a whole lot of teams, like the Cardinals, that are usually pretty consistently at least decent or good. They're pretty bad this season. We don't like to talk about them that much, but I'm at least happy for the teams that are doing pretty good this season that usually aren't. As in, like, the Orioles as one? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, the Orioles, I think they're one of the best teams to beat in the AL, actually. Um, They're really a lot of fun to root for. The Orioles and the Rangers, mainly. Um, I love the Mariners as well, but... Hopefully the Rangers and the Mariners can both make the AL wild card. It's a little bit tricky how the wild card works because it's a little bit different. Um, I believe the new playoff setup started last year, and uh, this year they're doing the same thing, basically where three wild card teams make it into the playoffs. Isn't and- it like isn't it like the top two division winners in each conference get like a bye pretty much, and then like that third. Like the third division person plays like the third wild card, and then the top two wild cards play each other. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So, yeah, so two, um, two of the best teams in each league they uh, move on from the wild card automatically. They play in the divisional round how they used to, and then what, like you said, Matt, the worst, the worst division winner, they play a wild card team in the wild card, and then yeah. Do you like that format better than the old one? I think I do. Well, and it's best of three, right? Isn't it a best of three this, yeah, this time? Yeah, yeah. So the wild card is the best of three series now. I don't particularly like that the wild card series is a best of three now. I liked it a lot more just for, as like, it was a lot more exciting, I think, when it was just a one game playoff. Sure, it makes a little bit more unfair for teams just because it's even when it's the game of a sport like baseball, you kind of it's more like a longevity sport. It's not really fair when you only just play one game and decide a winner from there. But I think it adds a little bit more to excitement. But, so you don't like March Madness? 
No, I like <laughs> I like March Madness. I do get pretty bummed for teams that kind of get screwed over in one game when they're like a really good team like that. But I, I like at least that the MLB added one extra playoff team for a wild card because there are a lot of teams at the end of the season that just get knocked out that are still pretty decent squads. Cardinals? Yeah. Last for year. baseball. <laughs> yeah, Cardinals last year. Well, at least we made the wild card. We we got blown up by the Phillies last year, but I think for baseball though, it's a little more needed to not have just like a one game thing. I mean, because what like the Cardinals didn't they win like a wild card game, which everyone was like, "What the heck!" Like they shouldn't have won, and so that was kind of some controversy. I think the Brewers have lost a couple one like one game wild cards, right, and everything, and. I think when you have baseball, which is nine innings and it's so freaking long, like, I don't know, like, I feel like that sport, a series is, like, really good, whereas, like, college basketball or NFL and stuff, like, I would say the more physical games, a one-off playoff is kind of nice. Like, I mean, even soccer, I mean, you do, like, the, you know – in some of the tournaments, you do like a, you know, they play at home, then play away, so it's fair, you know. Mm-hmm. But even in like the bigger tournaments, like World Cup, you know, it's a, just a one-game playoff and everything. And I think it has to do with the physicality of the sport, I would have to say, because like you're not going to have like NFL teams play, you know, a best of three. Like that would make that would make NFL go on for like ever, which would be mm-hmm. I think fine for some of some of the fans, you know, but like for the players, it's like oh, that's a lot of games, yeah, you know. Except for players. So I do think a series is good. I mean, in basketball, I mean, obviously NBA does the series and stuff, but I think they do it. I think for them, it's a lot more like the money type stuff, right? Like, I really do think like playing like a best of three or even like a best of five for like the NBA would be fine, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, seven games is fine. But I do think for baseball because it's not as physically demanding as like you're not getting hit and everything like that granted you are going to hit a baseball that's like this going like you know 100 miles an hour which is insane like it's still hard in in those aspects like hand-eye coordination everything like that but just like the physicality of it i would say is not like the other ones you know Mm -hmm. yeah i would agree with that i think the consensus opinion is that i think like a three-game wild card is better than one and with the MLB, it's not like there's never going to be a one-game playoff anymore. Say, like, for example, like two teams tie for the very last wildcard spot. Um, they would have a game like 163, like how uh, 2011 happened. That's the more famous one. Basically, those bottom two teams would play a one-game playoff, and then the winner of that would make the wild card. So it's not completely out of the idea. Yeah. Do you like the three-game wild card? Uh, Charles, I think I I do like it a little bit, but I I kind of agree with Sam because when I think of baseball playoffs and the the wild card, I always think of that one game excitement. And so, just for me personally, I I kind of like the one game, but the logical side of me thinks that the three game is more balanced and more fair for baseball. So I'm kind of at a toss up between it, honestly. But the fan side of me likes the one game excitement. So that's where I'm at, I would say. I mean, I just think it's I think once you added that third wildcard team, you kind of had to made it make it a three game just because like that one division winner who did win 
you kind of like screw them over a little bit by saying, hey, like you were like one of the three best teams in the league in your division, like in your like National League division, right? Or American League division. However, we're going to have you play a wildcard team and if you lose, you're out. You know, so I think there yeah. is some fairness as well. So it'd be interesting if they're like, okay, the division winner and the third wild card get to play three games and then the middle two get to play one game, but then the two wild card teams in the middle would be like, well, that's not fair. Like, what if they win and we don't win? You know, and what if the wild card, right? So it's like back and forth. So mm-hmm. I think once that third wild card team, they would have had to do it. I mean, I wouldn't mind if you had like, I don't know, four or five wild card teams and just have like a bunch of like one game playoffs. That'd be kind of fun. That um, would be very fun. That would be kind of fun. And almost like what the NFL does in the the team has like, well, actually, no, you can't because you'd have five, you'd have five teams left or whatever. So mm-hmm. even if I, right, it'd be like, oh, right. So all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think it's pretty cool that they're doing it. I kind of like it. And I mean, we'll probably get into it more when we talk about the fit, like the different leagues and stuff. But I don't know. I think it's like kind of fun. And I mean, baseball, you, you go to like kind of like hang out and like talk and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like that's a good environment. You know, you just have a couple more games to do that, you know. And for some yeah. of these fans who probably haven't been in the play the playoffs for a long time, like at least you're like, OK, well, at least we might get three games. You know, even if we do lose that third game, at least we get three other than rather than like one, you know? That's true too. So I'm happy for those those seller teams, you know. I'm happy that they can their fans can actually watch them. But yeah, no, I kind of like the system a little bit more. Imagine the MLB kind of picks up like like the N- the NBA has their play in tournament. What if they just have the the bottom like eight teams? That would that are fighting for like a wild card spot. You just put eight teams from each league, put them all in like a playoff bracket, one game each, and then like the top, the top four actually makes a wild card. That'd be pretty awesome. So the so eight teams from each uh, league. Yeah, so eight teams from the teams. AL. Sixteen teams. You have a 16 team, like little mini playoff before the playoffs actually begin. That so you have, every yeah. team would be included. I guess because then you'd have like teams like the Padres who obviously aren't going to make it. But like for some reason, they have like, you know, all these players. If they get hot, then it's like, okay, like you get to go in, you know, which would be kind of fun. But yeah. <laughs> and like adding a couple extra games to baseball, I don't think would hurt any of the players just because, like I said, it's not like those NFL or other things. Like the only thing it would hurt would maybe be the pitchers just because, you know, there's a lot more wear and tear, like being a pitcher compared to everyone else. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it feels like a lot of these baseball players, like which is very different than the NFL and NBA and stuff, it feels like, and I do think it's because it is less physical, but like they're always down to have more games. Like even like the World Baseball Classic, like you know, like a lot of the stars came and played for the United States. A lot of the stars played for Japan. A lot of the stars played for all these other different, you know, different teams. Whereas, as we saw in like the FIBA World Cup for basketball, like the U.S. had their like probably like D team probably, you know. So. I think there's also that aspect too of I think the baseball players are okay with playing like a couple extra games here and there. Like 
to kind of have like that end of season meaning, you know, even though we have two great wild card races and division races like going on this year, which has been amazing. But Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think it's just a lot more fun for the game too once they add that extra wild card spot because that gives a pretty good opportunity for those teams that just barely squeak by without making the playoffs. Like, for example, you could give like a really solid team like the Padres. I mean, they've done pretty well. Their pitching is always terrible though, and their offense is still kind of terrible, but they have a plus 68 run differential which is pretty decent. And right now I believe they are seventh place in the national league, which is still pretty bad. So they don't really realistically have a playoff spot anymore, but those would be one of those teams that are kind of deserving for something like that, you know, and they're obviously not going to be able to make the playoffs or the wild card this year, but teams like that, that should at least have an opportunity to be able to make a playoffs and play in a three game series at least. That'd be a lot more fun to see. Charles, any thoughts? Honestly, no, I'm good. I I do have something I gotta admit though, but we're gonna we're gonna keep going. When you guys were talking at some point, my TV like turned off, and when it came back on, I have the white screen, so I can't even see you guys. But really, I was just I was chugging along with it, so we're we're gonna keep going, but. No, not really. I was honestly, when I was, you guys were talking and that happened, I was thinking about, I want to, I want to actually talk about the teams now. I want to talk about these races. Yeah. If you guys yeah, are, yeah. are ready, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good ones. Yeah. We can just start with, let's start with the AL. Let's start with the AL East. I would say Rays and Orioles. Who's going to win that division. What are your guys thoughts on that? I think that's a good one to start with. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go first for this one because I I think I think Sam and I, I think do think pretty similar similarly. Well, that's a hard word to say, especially exactly. at, um. But I got it. Let's go college grad here. Um, I think we kind of think the same, and so I'm actually I love this team and I really hope to make a deep run. But I think that the Orioles will win just because. They were giving up ground on the Rays last night. They basically were in a tie for first place last night, and then the Orioles beat the Rays eight nothing, which then gave them the series tie, the season tiebreaker against the Rays, is what um, they were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they do play tonight or this afternoon as well, the Rays and uh, Orioles. Um, but I like the Orioles pitching, and then I just like the young kids that the Orioles have, like Rushman, and then they also have, I think Henderson is one of the guys, I think is what his name is, right? If I remember correctly. Um, and I just, like, I don't know, like, I've always kind of, like, liked the Orioles. Like, I don't know, like, their ballpark is super cool, Camden Yards. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like, Ali Rushman is just, like, probably one of my favorite like young players, I would say. And so I'm going to go with the with the Orioles. I think they've just done so much. I mean, granted, both the Rays and the Orioles are in the playoffs. Like, I think it says right now the Rays are like nine and a half games up in the wild card. So it's like, okay. So like, obviously. Just them, yeah. Just give them so a lot. But I, I think the Rays, I think the Orioles will win the division actually. Oh, me too. Definitely. Um I know both teams look pretty close together on paper. The Rays are only one game behind on the Orioles. And like Matt was saying, the season series between the two teams is tied. 
But I really enjoy this Orioles team a lot more too, just because of like the young squad that they have. They're so much fun to watch. And Camden Yards is also a really beautiful ballpark uh, compared to the Rays, which ha- they might have one of the worst ballparks in the league to play in. And as much as I love the Rays too, I don't know if I was a little shaken up at first with the Wander Franco news too. I I don't know if I can really support a team like that. That's more on Wanda Franco though. But I personally, I'm just happy to see that them two and the Blue Jays are the top three of the AL East, and the Yankees and the Red Sox are the basement in the division for once. It it feels like it's never been like that in a while. It's very rare. So I'm trying just trying to soak in the moment of them actually being the better teams and not the Yankees or the Red Sox in the playoffs. I'm also going to go with the Orioles. I mean, I got to represent Baltimore a little bit because obviously I'm a Ravens fan. But I I do think you guys brought up good points. And I think obviously the Wander Franco situation really does hurt the Rays. And like you said, if if I, I don't know for sure, I'm going to assume you're correct, Matt, with the Orioles having the the tie breaker. I think that's going to be really important when it comes down to it. And so I'm, I think the Orioles will win the division as well. So should we go to the AL West then? Because that looks like the um, Central, the Twins are going to win that one. Um, I and think they'll, they'll be playing the wild card. <laughs> yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, and they'll be playing the wild card, so they'll probably be playing uh, the third place team part that may be. And obviously, the AL West will then determine kind of the wild card as well, so we can kind of do both at the same time. But for the AL West, I was looking today just so I can make sure everything was correct. So in the standings, you have Houston in first, the Rangers back by half a game, and it looks like the Mariners are back a one and a half from Houston. So that means that they're only a game behind the Rangers. And obviously those guys are all punched up. I believe it's the Rangers, Blue Jays, and Rays that are in the wild card right now, whereas the Mariners are like a game off. So with all of that being said, who do you guys think will win the AL West? And therefore, do you think both the Rangers and Mariners make the wild card or just one? And if so, which one? Well, I'll, I'll give mine real quick because Sam okay. will have a actually a legit <laughs> explanation. I don't really have a legit explanation. I just want to say the AL West is struggling right now. This is something I just noticed looking at the standings. All of them are on losing streaks right now. The only division in the MLB right now that has done that. So they need to step it up. I think the Astros will win the division just because I know who the Astros are. And I don't necessarily like how the Rangers have been playing lately. And they just lost, I believe, Max Scherzer, correct? Who they had traded Mm for. Yeah. Yeah. And the Astros got Verlander back and he's still kicking it. And so I just like the Astros team. They have a lot of, experience and i think that they will win the division i think that'll be enough now do i think that the rangers and mariners will make it instead of the blue jays that's kind of what we're looking at i actually think if anyone's gonna miss it from the al west i'm gonna go with the rangers just because i'd rather see the mariners in and the blue jays and that's really all i have so sam you can go now yeah the the rangers have definitely slumped um, the AL West is the most exciting division out of the three, I think. Um, as much I, – I really don't want to see the Astros win the division yet again because it, it's been like 
at least five or six straight years of the Astros just dominating that division. And it's, it's awesome to see that the Rangers, they spent a lot of money this last offseason. They used to be one of the worst teams in the league for the past couple of year, years beforehand. And they were actually one of the teams I was mentioning that they're having a really good bounce back season. And record-wise, they have been awful. Like Charles was saying, they lost Max Scherzer. Everyone is kind of seeming like they're slumping. Their offense is cooling down a lot, which they're actually pretty famous for. They have one of the highest uh, runs scored in the entire league. But, um, yeah, the Rangers on paper, they're still a half game back from the Astros. They are definitely not going to win the matchup series between the two teams. Um, the Astros have dominated that. I'm, I'm hoping that there's some kind of miracle that happens where the Rangers just kind of pick up and get hot at the right time where they can perform at the last minute and they somehow take that division from the Astros just because I don't I don't like seeing any long streaks like that happen. And the Astros are not a likable team in the first place. But they're the Astros. We all pretty much know how they are. And uh, as much as I love the Mariners too, they're a really young team. They have one of the best superstars in Julio Rodriguez. They made the playoffs last year, and I still think they're going to do pretty strong. Um, I believe they're both going to make the wild card. I do think the Rangers are going to take the division. The Astros are probably going to be the, the number two seed in the wild card. The Mariners are going to be number three. And then I hate to see the Blue Jays not make it, but I think the Blue Jays are going to be the odd team out. Okay. Bold take by Sam Cookie. Nice. Yeah, hot takes. Um, I'm obviously going to have to go with the Astros in the division. Uh, Charles and Sam know that I'm like my second team is the Astros. Like they both know that. I also believe, I know Charles wrote this down, but I believe in one of Matty B's bets, I believe I picked the Astros to win the division um, when they were at like plus like 300 or plus 200 or something like that, I think. If I'm correct. Let me see I if know. I can find that. Yeah. But you keep going. You keep going. Yeah. So I'm going to have to stick with the Astros. Um, I think just their experience with like October baseball, I think helps right now just because you can kind of deal with like, okay, we're, we're we lost two games, but we're still okay. Let's get back on track. Right. Whereas like, the Rangers and Mariners, they might be like, oh, crap, we lost two games. We're really like, we really need to do more of this and this and this and this, you know? So there's part of me that like is doing that, you know? Um, so I do think that the Astros will win. It's hard because I like both the Rangers and the Mariners just because of the way they play. They're both good teams, fun teams. Rangers were awful last year, and now they're like one of the better teams. Obviously, the Mariners came out of nowhere. I think, what, at the All-Star break, they were, like, literally, like, at 500 or, like, maybe a game under 500, I think is what it was. Yeah. I think they, they went into the All-Star break one game under 500. So yeah. Cool see. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, just popped off with, what, wasn't it, like, 14 or 13 straight wins or something like that? I mean, it was crazy. It was like, whoa. However, I'm going to say that only one team makes it from the AL West – for the wild card and I'm going to go with the Mariners oh, and I think be the th I think the second I think the second place wild card team will be the Blue Jays I think they will do enough to do it and then I think the Rays will go out on top for the wild card 
But my bold prediction is the wild card race for the AL comes down to the very last day between the Rangers and the Mariners. And the Mariners win that day and the Rangers lose. I don't know who they play. So I have no idea. But that is my bold take. I feel like the Rangers lose, Mariners win on the last day, and that's how they get in. Man, you guys have no love for the Rangers. No, I love the Rangers. Like honestly, I just like the I just really want the Blue Jays in the playoffs. So like yeah. if it wasn't like so like let's say like it wasn't the Blue Jays, let's say it was like, I don't know, like the Guardians or like the Red Sox, I'd be like, Oh yeah, Rangers and Mariners for sure. But I really love the Blue Jays and I like their team. I like Bo Bichet. I like Vlad. So to me, I'm like, okay, no, I want the blue, I want the Blue Jays in. So mm-hmm. I have to cut out the Mariners or the Rangers. And I think the Mariners are so fun to watch. And I just love the song by Macklemore, you know, when he talks about the Ranger, uh, about the Mariners and stuff. Mariners. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So like I said, I've been a Macklemore fan as well. So that's also kind of why I like the Mariners in this. So I'm using more of my heart probably than my head, but you know, it's that's fair. You know, that's a, yeah. Oh, real quick, Matt. To one, I I couldn't find your I couldn't find the division bets. I'm not sure uh-huh. where those went. It's obviously probably on a previous episode. All I found was the Heat Celtics game bets you had, where you had all of them wrong. But oh. besides the point, well, remember, remember how I bet like the Zach Gallon and Corbin Carroll rookie of the year and all that stuff. Yeah, I know. Maybe Sam. I don't know. We need to do a Maybe better job of keeping uh keeping our predictions like. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, Maybe. I couldn't find it. One, yeah, two, down or something, because you did because yeah. you did say, "Hey, let's write them down so that we could yeah. look back." I apologize but, for that. Oh, no. Number two, it's falling apart. The Mariners and Rangers actually play each other twice, like in two series before the season. They play this upcoming weekend, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then they actually play a four game series to end the season. So you're actually probably right about maybe potential. Like there's a good chance of last day, win or lose, and you're in or out because hey, they have a four game series to end the season. Rangers and Mariners. Hey, like I said, I had no idea who would like. I didn't look at the schedules beforehand. That was just my guess. And you know, you really have to. You really have to think. Is this part of the script? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did they know? How did they know that series would have so yeah, much? Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Just like the Diamondbacks play the Astros at the very end of the season, the last three games. So it's like, how did you know this is part of the script? Anyways, there's my conspiracy theory for the episode. Hey, it works. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, good. That might be onto something. That or the schedule makers had a really good like forecast of what was gonna happen. And they even well, had that like five months before it was gonna happen too. All I know if those schedulers did know what's happening. I mean, granted, they probably wouldn't bet because they'd probably get fired. But, like, they should have told me, hey, put your money on this. And I'd be like, okay, sounds good to me. <laughs> They're going to go up to you and be like, put $100 on the athletics to win next year, Matt. Would you do I'm it? Like, um, No, that team is hot garbage. Unless, yeah. like, Babe Ruth, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sosa, Randy Johnson, just, like, come down from the heaven in the form of other people and just do anything like, no, the athletics will not be in the playoffs for probably at least like five years, at least. That's fair. It's like a, it's like a field of dreams moment where every like historical MLB legend comes out of the cornfields to help the athletics. 
Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. They need all the help they can get right now. It's it's a train wreck for them. Hey, but they it's looking like they might not be the last place team in the MLB though. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I don't yeah. know if the Royals keep doing it, but yeah, season after season they're caught awful. Thank God we have the Chiefs. They're as they say You're not even a Royals fan, bro. <laughs> I'm not you can't even say that. They outside of like twenty like twenty I would say about twenty thirteen to fifteen, they had like a really good run of good teams, but they always seem like a cheaper like run organization and they always do terribly in the AL Central, I feel like. I thought Mahomes was supposed to help them. Get I mean better. he is, I guess. I mean he did hit a bomb at uh freaking the Royals field, whatever it's Kaufman. called. Kaufman. Kaufman, yeah. But, oh my god, dude! It's literally right there by the Arrowhead. It's literally right there. It, I know, I know. It is literally right there. They share the same parking lot, but <laughs> yeah, people come for one main attraction, and it's not the Royals. I'll just say that. Oh, shots at Charles. <laughs> well, no, I mean it, it's he's right. Yeah, no. <laughs> so. yeah, no. I, I mean, I can back that up. They're on pace for hundred losses this season. Hey, I, I just like. You know, Sam Cookie crap and seeing if we can, you know, spike. <laughs> I mean, no honestly, though, the Royals winning, you know, they've won more recently than the Cardinals. So, Ooh. you know, I, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, argue with that. No, the Cardinals really should have won more than one World Series in 2011. Like, they, like that decade. Yeah. Like in that decade but, stretch of like starting 2001 when Albert Pools was a rookie until I think about, I think, uh, about 2015, even though Pools left the team a couple of years before that, we were a really good contending team. But you got one, right? And yeah. those six, seven. Mm-hmm. And then you lost in 12, right? And then lost in 13? Uh, we lost the NLDS in 12. We won in 13. We lost the NLDS again in 14. And then we lost the, uh, I think it was the NLDS against the Cubs in 15. So that was extra bad. And then we've sucked since. Well, we haven't sucked, but... I guess I was there the last time the Cardinals went to the World Series then, because I was yeah, at the Red, Red Sox and Cardinals game. Yeah. This game yeah, five. So. so, save... You can give me all the crap you want about the Cardinals. They are having a terrible season this year, but I will still bash on the Royals. <laughs> well let's let's get out of that's the not AL. that's not a true kansas city in right there kansas city and fan well let's get out of the al and let's talk about the nl we have around about 10 minutes left to discuss which i think i think we pretty much i mean just to give a rundown the Braves have already locked up the al east the um dodgers already locked up yeah. the nl west they did it last night um the nl central is a little muddled um, everyone is like chasing the Brewers, but it's like four or five games. So there's that. Six and but a half. It's six, six and a half. They're starting I, to pull away a little bit right now. I think the real drama and fireworks, and we can talk the rest about it, is the NL wild card. So I agree. Let's let's have let's have Charles give us a little synopsis of the NL wild card. Give us a little layout. I'd be glad layout. to. This is all my own research. I'm not just <laughs> reading off of a website like ESPN. I promise. <laughs> All right, so in first place in the wild card, you have the Phillies 
have a four game lead on third place, which is obviously the last last place. You have the Cubs who are a game and a half above. This is where it gets really congested because like the Phillies have a little bit of space at least. And then it gets super congested because then you have the Cubs who are at 78 and 71, half a game above two teams, the Reds and the Diamondbacks who are 78 and 72. So that's why they're half game behind. And then the Marlins are 77 and 72, and they're a game behind the Cubs. And then even the Giants are only two and a half games behind at 75 and 74. So you have this really big cluster of four main teams and even a fifth one. And then the Phillies still aren't completely safe yet. And so it it is actually a heck of a race right now. And I know, of course, early season, we were hoping the Diamondbacks would win the division. That is not going to happen anymore. Now we're just hoping they can make it into the playoffs. But yeah, that's the rundown. You guys want to pick who's making it? Well, because I I have some opinions, I think, but it's kind of opinions. I have uh, my team is in it, but then also like Sam's like division, right? The NL Central mm-hmm. basically is in it, so I think it'll, I think it'll be this will be a good topic for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, to start, I do think the Brewers are definitely gonna pull away with the NL Central division. They've they've looked like a really strong team these past couple weeks. Same with the Cubs, but I don't think the Brewers are going to uh, get out from that winning position. The Phillies really have to keep up with their ways too. Um, they're only four games ahead from other wild card team. Well, four games ahead from getting missed out of a wild card spot, but they have no chance of beating the Braves for the division. Obviously, the Braves has already locked it up. They're one of the best teams in MLB right now, but. I don't – I mean, uh, they they have a really strong team. I'll give them that. They probably are still going to make the wild card, which I'll be happy about. I just don't want to see the Cubs in that position. Like, the Cubs are a really good team, too. I'll give them that. But, I mean, as historical rivals with the Cardinals, I just don't like seeing them win and do good. They should not be doing better than the Cardinals right now, even though most teams in the league are doing better than the Cardinals. But, hey, real quick – you and the Cubs are still technically not eliminated from the playoffs yet, so you do have that in common. Technically not. There's still a chance for the Cardinals. What well, the just, Cardinals? Just saying. Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> we have to. We pretty much have to win out from now. But I mean, that won't be too hard. We are uh, mathematically eliminated for winning the division. I know that between the Brewers, and there's no realistic way we're going to make the wild card. Our season is done. Our season was done since the All-Star break started. So if if there was any team in the NL Central I'd have to root for, it's always been the team that I've been rooting for this year. It's the Reds. I mean, I really want them to move on. They have strong rookies, a lot like the Orioles. They are a really good team to beat, I think. Um, hopefully they can just stack it up all together at the end and make a decent playoff run. Same with the Diamondbacks. I'll give them that. They're a really fun team to watch with Corbin Carroll, too. Uh, I just found out embarrassingly that Evan Longoria got traded to the Diamondbacks. I'm a huge Evan Longoria fan. So uh, initially, I always have to root for the team that he's on. So I want both those teams to make the wild card. I would love for the Marlins to make the wild card as well. They're always a dark horse team. But they, I think they're losing steam a little bit. They're not really as hot as other teams fighting for a wild card spot. So if I would have to pick three to make it in, 
it would probably be the Phillies, Reds, and Diamondbacks. And in that order as well, you think? That In that order, too, I think, yeah. It, it's going to be tough to knock the Cubs out because they are a very strong team, but I think they can. I think they can do it. They have a lot of time, and they're only separated by a half game between the three, so. Okay. Charles, okay. do you want to give your thoughts? Or I will. I will. Yeah. The – I think the Phillies will make it. I, I do. I think that, you know, the, the whole Trey Turner applause thing has turned their season around, it seems like. That that's, was a really cool moment. Yeah, that was pretty I, awesome. So, I, for that, I think the Phillies will win. I think they have enough of a cushion to probably edge it out. And, and you know, they're playing pretty pretty well. So, Phillies. Really, it's a toss-up between these other these main four teams, three out of the four, and even the Giants you can't rule out just yet. But it's it's a toss-up, and so I'm going to go off of teams I like, just like how I did for the AL. So I'm going to have the Diamondbacks in there. I'm going to have – I actually like the Cubs because I like Cody Bellinger a lot. And so I don't think people expected the Cubs to be contending like this for a playoff spot, so it's kind of fun to, to root for them. So I'm going to go Cubs. And then I'm also going to go with the – or I guess, yeah. So I'm going to go Cubs over Reds because I'll have Diamondbacks and Cubs and then the Phillies. I do like the Reds too, but I'm going to pick the Cubs. And also Sam didn't pick them, so it makes it even better. You have to pick. So. You can't pick the same as me. No, <laughs> I can't rule. pick the same as you. So, uh, yeah. Those are some good picks. I think this NL wildcard thing is going to be intense for the last two weeks. Um, tonight, um, the Cubs and Diamondbacks play Sunday night baseball. So that's actually pretty fun because that's on ESPN. So I might be watching that as well as like the New England and Dolphins game is also a Sunday night football. So like both of my teams are playing like primetime games, which is like rare because like New England, I mean, New England has gotten primetime games, but, like, you know, they're usually not on as much. So, like, for me to watch them would be fun. And then the Diamondbacks, for some reason, when even on their on ESPN+, Plus, they always are, like, blackout games for some reason for me. I think it's because I'm in Utah and they want us to watch the Rockies, maybe. So, I have no idea. Anyways, the Cubs and Diamondbacks play again. This will be their seventh game in the past two weeks. And so far, the Diamondbacks are 5-1 and one against the Cubs. So I am liking our chances. However, there have been a couple games where it could have gone either way and the Cubs should have won, but then their pitching has lost it. And it's kind of fun because I talk with Martin about it a lot just because Martin, our friend Martin, a.k.a. Punky Prado, a.k.a. the Bubble Blown Boy, um, he loves the Cubs. But for my prediction, and this is what I hope too, because I think that whoever's in the third wild card spot has a little better time because you'd play the Brewers and then probably the Dodgers rather than you play the top wild card spot team which would be the Phillies and then you play the Braves like that's kind of a hard one two punch um but I'm gonna say Phillies are at one I'm gonna say I like the Marlins I think they're a good story and I love the Reds too uh it's so hard Okay, my mind, this is my mind pick. My mind pick is you have Phillies, Reds, Diamondbacks. My heart pick 
is Phillies, the Cubbies because of Martin. Love the Cubbies. And then Diamondbacks. And I think and I think that the Reds and Marlins miss it by like a game or game and a half. Or no, you can't, you can't have half games, duh. Um, I think they miss it by I think they miss it by two games. Both. Two games. That's the pick. That's going to be pretty close then. Uh, you and Charles have consistent ideas and loving the Cubs. Well, I am very much different. <laughs> well, it's just a good story. I mean, you have Marcus Stroman, who basically is like revitalizing his career. I mean, granted, he's always been good, but then like this year, it really proved out oh, like he's really good. Cody mm-hmm. Bellinger, we're like, oh, he kind of sucks. And then he goes to the Cubs and he's kind of like the main driving force of why the Cubs were good. And you just have, you know, also you have Dansby Swanson, who was with the Braves. But now on the Cubbies, also was the first overall draft pick by the Diamondbacks, you know. So there's some of that. So I don't know. The Cubs are just fun, you know. That is true. I love uh, all of the players that you mentioned, especially Dansby Swanson not being on the Braves. I like the Braves a lot, but they're they're just too good for their own good. That makes <laughs> sense. I mean, they're just doing they just do a good job with their trades and drafting. I mean, they've done. Oh a my great gosh, job. yeah. It's it's seriously scary too that they're probably going to be dominating the league for a few years to come too with all the young players that they signed long term contracts with too. So, and and a little bit more of a, a serious analysis because I've kind of been just picking just to pick. I I looked a little bit like as we're talking at the schedules for some of the remaining teams, and the Cubs might have the toughest schedule remaining because they have a series against the Braves and the Brewers. The Reds, for uh, they look like they might have the easiest. They have the Twins, who I know are technically going to be division winners, but they're not that scary. The Pirates, the Guardians, and then the Cardinals, who are the easiest of all. And so their schedule is actually pretty pretty nice. And so I could mm-hmm. see them getting yeah. in. They probably, uh, yeah. I mean, realistically, I should probably pick the Reds because they do have an easier schedule, which will help. But I'm still going to go Cubs. Well, that's why I did say with my head. I did yeah. my well. That's why I said that. Yeah. I mean, I anyone who plays the Cardinals, it's almost like a free series win this year. I mean, at this point, I mean, when I see the Cardinals, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Hey, maybe they'll play spoiler and, and like, sweep, the, sweep the Reds and the Reds miss out. <laughs> I'd rather we not. The, uh, the only thing that's left for the Cardinals to even watch this year is for Adam Wainwright. His goal this whole season is to get to 200 wins. He's only one win away from that mark, and he has three or four starts left in the season. Outside of that, our season is our season is done. Don't even mind us. But let's not play spoiler against the Reds. I want them to win. So we'll play spoiler against some other team that we play. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's gonna do it for this episode in a couple of minutes. Uh week two of the NFL will start. So I don't think any of us will want to miss that. So thank you guys for joining us. This has been episode 31 of a win is a win podcast. And as always, thank you guys for watching and we'll be back soon for 32. Peace out. Peace everybody.